You're listening to a Midlife Less Ordinary, the weekly podcast giving you the lowdown on becoming a cool older dude. The good times are not a faded memory. It's time to start living them again. And here are your hosts, Wayne and Trev. Hello, good evening, and welcome to this week's edition of A Midlife Less Ordinary. My name's Wayne, and I've got my favourite bit of nostalgia waiting to say hello. Trev, how are you doing? I'm looking back, thinking back to the good days, the good days. Do you remember them? Yeah, well, it's good. you saying I don't have any now? Do we have some now? Apart from doing this, I don't think we do. I'm glad you said that, though. I'm glad you're enjoying it again. But yeah, yeah, I've already got to. Yeah. It was a good link, mate. That was a good link. And yeah. the reason he's saying that is because today we're just going to have a, a chat about why we need nostalgia. Why is it nostalgia more important the older we get? It seems obvious, doesn't it, Trev? But, you know, talk about what, what you get from nostalgia. Well, I, I think it's a trip back to when you didn't have a lot of worries. When you're an adult, you know, you, you've got all these worries, mortgages and, you know, and then but back in the day, do you think it's a young thing? Do you think? I don't know if it is. Do you think it is? Do you think you only think there's of it definitely when you something younger? about older people retrospectively saying how great their younger life was? And I don't know if it's because we've forgotten all the bad things, or we were, as you're no, saying, I think you do. You do forget a lot, don't you? Uh, and it's easy yeah. because you're not being funny. I mean, how good were the times in the First World War? But you always used well, to get the old what, grannies yeah. saying, oh, yeah, the times were much better then, you know, the good so, old days. because you, people were more friendly or whatever reason yeah. it was. Do you think that's because you're banded together kind of thing? Because people seem to think that when they look back on the, the good old days, they seem to think it's because they didn't have a lot and, uh, it, 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 you know. So do you think if you have more, you take it for granted and that, don't really care about it? That is really true. I believe that is a true. The psychology mm. of that works because we all. it's easy to take stuff for granted. And, and it is true that the mm. most important things in life are the most basic things, your family, your friendships, yeah. the, the, and yeah, the integrations yeah. you have with those people throughout your life. Mm. Uh, and, yeah. and say, and I think what happens is, is when people get serious and their life is, you know, their children, uh, work and everything else, then we start thinking back to them times when we were a little bit more carefree because yeah. you, mm. you didn't have them concerns. I mean, you do, as you get older, everything is a bit more difficult, isn't it? You've done everything you really yeah. want to do in life. We spoke about it before, Trey, yeah. didn't we? And, and to be so, honest, things are harder to do when you're a bit older. Yeah, they are. They are more physically demanding. See, you know, yeah. Exactly, yeah. That, I, I've didn't, I haven't really thought about that, but I think that comes... Talking of physically demanding things, yeah. um, we mentioned last week that we were having a night out of the boxing we were. Um, which we, we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't make yeah, it, didn't. did we? No, um, it's not our fault. Was supposed to, yeah. It's not our fault. The guy that was supposed to fight um, was a complete wuss and didn't bother doing it. Um, so we what still we say to you is... <laughs> Clown of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Clown of the week. Um, but what we could have done, we could have gone down there and watched people fighting that we don't even know they were so but it didn't seem like a lot of fun um and not only that um box is not my thing so and it was cold and as we're talking about we're old and the cold gets in your bones and you get arthritis and all this old (laughs) crap and we thought strictly come dancing's on you know and the money we all went to charity anyway yeah the money still went for the tickets we feel like we did our bit 
Exactly. You know, we did. The so intention was there. Up, I hope it was a good night. But, <laughs> but you know, just just for just for the record, if you're going to organise a charity event and put yourself forward for boxing, do like a 16 week training camp and encourage people to donate money. Do the bloody thing for Christ's sake! Turn Please up. do it. Turn up. <laughs> Turn <laughs> but, up. Yeah. But again, funny enough, you say that, Trev, and it, it wasn't a link I mm. thought about beforehand. Boxing yeah. takes me back to certain times in my life, you know, because your your me. dad liked boxing. My dad did, and and I'm yeah. sure a lot of people's yeah. parents like boxing. And it, if you mm-hmm. think of certain fights, it takes me straight back to that time. I remember the Frank Bruno ones, which, you know, yeah. when we were at school. You know, again, the first ones yes. against Iron Mike. It we were about That's the it. third, fourth year at school. And I remember it. We were. Away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then later on. The funny thing is, with that as well, that's the only reason I say I quite like boxing. Well, I say boxing is not my thing, but I love old school boxing because it makes me think of sitting there with my dad and watching my dad get up and thinking he's Rocky Balboa off his armchair. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. It, that is it. That, but the new modern stuff, I couldn't give a toss about. No. But that old school stuff... Is, but I think as well because it was readily available on normal channels. Yes. You have to pay for it. Anyway. I don't get on this all, all the time. It does. No, but it is true. Story. Everything was accessible. If you wanted to watch cricket, it was on the BBC. You know, yeah. If you wanted to watch boxing, it was on a prime time <laughs> uh, on a Saturday night. You know, and we could all, as a country, sit down and look. Now we've, we're doing so many yeah. different things because there's so many choice. We exactly. haven't got a lot in common anymore. I think that, that's a lot. Exactly. To do I'll tell you what, the example I'm going to say is really bizarre. And if I just went, fame, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I could do the whole world. Everyone watched it at school, didn't they? Yes. Everyone. We all wore pop I think it was socks. on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Coco. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone, Bruno Martelli. That was his yeah. name, wasn't it? With the curly hair. The thing is with that, everybody watched it on Thursday night. Same as Top of the Pops. Everybody yes. watched them. Yeah, so right. Friday... They used to, to be honest, nostalgically, those bands are on top of the pops were made because of top of the pops. Because when Frankie goes to Hollywood were on there and they did the come that, everyone saw it. Everyone, didn't they? Yeah. Everyone. Exactly. Yeah. And, so, and they all talked, and we all spoke about it at school. It was now, as you say, there's so many channels. We're all watching different stuff. You could tell me a program. I've never even heard of it. No, that's right. Well, it's a bit like you and your TV reviews recently. I've never heard of half of this stuff. Exactly. I bet, bet, honestly, you probably, you've never heard of one of them I'll talk about tonight. All right. This is what I'm saying. Too much is too, isn't good for you sometimes. So the nostalgia disappearing. Is this why people love all this, um, this sort of Tropicana nights and things like this? Because it, it takes them back to the eighties, you know, especially from our era, obviously. And the other thing is you could, the thing is, Movies, music, a lot of other stuff, all digital stuff, can be deleted so easily. Yes, yeah. You bought, when your... you bought it and owned it, you had it there. You could you could think that's shit. That I can't be bothered with that. But then when you actually listen to it again, it grows on you. Now immediately you think it's crap. Turn it, get rid of it. Free some space up on your. Too hard easy. Everything's disposable, and yeah. it's a bit like where games, is isn't it? Go? If you've got too many mm. things to do, yeah, too yeah. many films to watch, what happens is yeah. we get a five minutes in, and you're not really. I remember. Well, this is a good example. When Blockbuster Video was around mm. in Southend, cool. I used to live there. I used to love going there mm. on a Friday and a Saturday night, and, and you look through for hours. That's Same part out. of the fun of it. And you'd look through, you'd meet read the thing. There that you yeah. see, you knew, yeah. you meet people there. Because I, yeah. I like martial arts and things, and I, I was yeah. buying, getting these martial arts films. I'd never heard. And I'd 
look, if Bolo was in it or something like that, you know, exactly. and I wouldn't That's care. Would. Do you know what? And if it no. was crap, I wouldn't care because I've paid to watch that and it's the only film I've got. I would sit there and yeah. watch it all the way through. Now, exactly. if I'm sitting there, exactly. I've got so many movie channels, I'm sitting through and, nah, not interested in that, no. no. And, nah. it, and it's really no. hard to get interested. Yep. Then you've got all yeah, these yeah. other distractions like phones and everything else. Yep. You just all get, yeah, yep. it has to be really good. You have to really want to see something, didn't you, to give it the attention. Yeah, it makes you wonder if, like, young people will look back and have nostalgia will they god yeah i suppose they will it's always gonna i mean i suppose the older generation said that about us when we were young you know, i guess yeah. there will be they, they'll have something i don't know what it'll be but yeah you know they don't have the same kind of experiences we do but they'll have their own experiences no. whether they'll be what, online um, or whatever it is what do you reckon right what do you think in your honest opinion is the biggest nostalgia sort of selling thing. I think it's video games. People love old video games. People are old well, that's films, why I've got an arcade machine. Not as much. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the thing. I think video games is the most nostalgic trip. I really do. I, I, the films, music, music... But I, I, I can't... I'm trying to think... I well, movies really are as well, man. You can, you've only got to look at the Karate Kid remakes you know yes. the, on yeah, netflix yeah, and things to yes. see how big that's got yeah and 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 all the stranger things stuff and all of that that got yeah. big mm-hmm. uh there's definitely yeah all of that media is 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 all part of that nostalgia you know trip. music wise as well is where they use samples of older songs yes yeah and i'll tell you the track i was listening to the other day i was having a discussion with a guy at work about the band the doobie brothers and he was like i don't know they're already near their stuff i said you have he was like no i don't think i have and then I played the sort of new remix of uh, Long Train Running. Yeah. I said, that's the Doobie Brothers. He was like, oh, is it? And then we started looking at their other stuff. Like, obviously, I know a bit about them anyway. Didn't but, you tell him yeah, about it, it, the Sugar Babes using Sting's, uh, you know, every No, it weren't, <laughs> weren't higher, Molly. Uh, they never wore any knickers, that band, did they? Or did they? That's all they I know you used to go on about in, this. I remember actually when we were actually yeah, younger and, and we used to yes, see that. Yeah, you're it, talking it, about it, the yeah. elevator one. I know exactly what, even I what am, video man. you're talking about. <laughs> I guess this is how sad. This is my nostalgia trip when Trev mentioned something from about 30 years ago yeah, and I remember, remember it so exactly clearly and vividly because I know what a pervy one. was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he, like, he said, she went wearing any knickers. Look, in the yeah, elevator. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So he must be saying about elevators and women in knickers that obviously but gets he could me watch off. like an Alice Cooper video and they didn't have anything on, but that weren't good enough. No, he'd have to watch something oh, where there's a bit banned, of... didn't some, it? Poison. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Poison, Poison yeah. got banned, didn't it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Good old days. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, there's nothing like that, is there? When stuff was banned, it was like everybody wanted to see it. Yeah, exactly. But now it gets banned. All you've got to do is go on YouTube because someone's put it up there or find it somewhere else. You can't not find it you anymore. You can't not find it, no. But we've all no. got our own favourite nostalgia. Actually, at the end, I think what we do is we'll recommend a few of the, the bigger nostalgia trips that you can take, to, you know, that we yeah. recommend from our own experiences, Trev. Uh, yeah. But I think now uh-huh. it's probably that time of the week where we go for the uh, AMLO Weekly Wipe. So, Trev, we're going to do things a bit different on this. I'm getting a bit fed up with mm. Boris Johnson, COVID and politics and things. And, you know, we that's were, not what we're we getting doing. a little bit too panorama. I it was, you know, Can't I thought we. we were doing rather well at it and, uh, yeah. you know, spark debate yeah, yeah. and everything. But I yep, thought we'd yep. go a bit more offbeat. In keeping with the AMLO Good. traditions, we'll go a bit more offbeat. So I'll just mention a few of the, the, the recent news articles that are a bit offbeat, a bit different. And the first one I'm going to mention is Doug 
the mutant, I don't know why he's called it Doug, but Doug the mutant Doug? spud could be the world's heaviest potato at nearly eight kilograms. You know Pato- what? what? I've just thought before you go on about this. Yeah. Talking of nostalgia, this makes me think of Esther Renson, and that's like... Oh, yeah, when they used to have them things, yeah, dude, yeah, that's nostalgia. <laughs> like a potato that looks like a cock. Remember that? <laughs> that was national team. Oh, yeah, you remember that Look one. Yeah, you can find that. Yeah, carry on. Uh, no, no, but well, well, traditionally, a potato from Britain has been in the Guinness World Record holder since 2011, and that weighed 4.9 kilos. But a small farm owner weeding his garden got a giant surprise when his hoe, and that's not his wife, struck an object beneath the soil's surface. <laughs> yeah, she dug, his hoe dug it up. At first, Colin his Craig Brown thought he might have some strange fungal growth. I think he's talking about his, his, his private His parts, wife again. Yeah, exactly. Of, yeah. Like, he got his hoe to dig it up. He had like fungal growth. It's, like, it's all a bit cliche, oh, this but, one. But yeah, after yeah, digging yeah. it out, scratching the skin surface and tasting it, he realised it was a oh, monster potato. <laughs> we couldn't Why believe it, his it? wife Donna said. It was just huge. This is all innuendo. It sounds like a carry-on <laughs> film. The couple from New Zealand believe the potato itself is self-sown and may have been growing for a couple of years or more. They are waiting to find out if the spud, weighing 7.8 kilos, qualifies and has made it as the Guinness World Record holder. Uh, So, yeah, that's big news. And, you know, get the new Guinness Book of Records. Why would they think it hasn't qualified? What's wrong with it? Maybe it's not. It is a potato. When I saw the picture of it, because obviously I can't trans, you know, show people this on the. We can put a picture no. of it on the website, I suppose. But uh, yeah, 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 and on the social media. But it's got, it looks mutant. It's got loads, loads of. But it doesn't look like a normal potato. It's got balls all like, like Why weird. Why would it you like taste it? I, I don't it, know. Is he? Is he a potato farmer? Yeah, he's a and small he farm owner. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's hoe who was digging in the ground and yeah. just thought, what the hell's that? But uh, so I, I, I haven't got any more really facts. Can... We should get him on, I should think. We should interview <laughs> yeah, him. We should get him on, yeah. yeah. We should get, the, yeah, get these him are the on, sort of people good. we want. Yeah, um, what made you taste the mutant spud? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there'll be less innuendo in this story, though. What about yeah, this whole right. story, then? But Morgan Freeman interviews police recruits in Alabama town. Freeman joined the seven person. That's not the seven dwarfs before you say anything like that. Freeman joined. Morgan Freeman he, was, the seven he wasn't dwarfs. in pantomime at the Cliss Pavilion in Southend. <laughs> <laughs> Freeman joined the seven person panel to interview nine potential recruits to the Gulf Shore Police Department. The 80, 84 years, 84 year old really? actor helped to question nine potential recruits. Uh, I've already said that, no? Those who turned up no, for their not. interview were shocked to find that Morgan Freeman was involved. The department often includes law enforcement experts and civilians in its screening committee. And Freeman, who is originally from Mississippi and owns property in Gulf Shores, knows people who have worked with the police force. Deputy Chief Dan Nettermeyer said that it was kind of last minute thing. He was an active participant. He had a hat on and he was kind of sitting back. What's that got to do with it? When he introduced himself, it was almost like an old candid camera scene, Mr. Netmayer added. While I've some got of this the image rec- of Morgan Freeman sitting there with an old copper's hat on. The kid, the, 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 with the rubber band I don't think he had a copper's head. hat on. I think he had just had like his own Panama hat or whatever. But uh, it'd be funny if he just started sitting there going, hello, hello, hello. I say, yeah, not like he's doing America. But um, no, it'd really be cool. While some of the, while some of the recruits may not have recognised Freeman they would have realised who he was when he spoke the hiring process is not complete but some of the recruits inter- interviewed by Freeman will be offered the jobs what the hell is that so we we could get people like um, who could we get in Scott Adkins to do interviews for working in builders <laughs> merchants couldn't we exactly yeah yeah can you imagine turning up for a job interview and like Michael Caine sitting there so. <laughs> 
just crying like he did in Batman. <laughs> you got the yeah. job, yeah. sir. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? why would you? I don't know. It's America it? for you, though, isn't it? Only in America that could happen. Yeah, exactly. If yeah, you imagine if you walked in somewhere and you had Dirty Den, like Leslie Grantham said, oh, no, he, he only sits on the other side of Zoom calls, doesn't he? I was like, oh, well, what, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> to be honest, he should be in jail. He's oh, no, God Is rest his soul, yeah. We bet. Oh, you're allowed to talk, say what you like about dead people. That's fine. It's all right. It's no liable. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good, yeah. Yeah, that's right. no problem there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you reckon they thought they were being interviewed by God, like Bruce Almighty? Yeah, that's a good there. point. They but they are religious in the South as well, aren't they? Yeah. They must have thought, oh Christ, God's on this panel. <laughs> I better get this right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this last story is reminds me of us, to be honest. Good. This last story, Trev. And, and this one's going to be crowned. A Turkish man who was reported missing unknowingly joined search parties looking for himself. <laughs> Local media report that Bayran Mutalu, who lived in Enegal district of northwest Turkey's Bursa province, was believed to be missing on Tuesday. He had wandered away from his friends in a forest while drunk, according to the Daily Sabah website. His wife and friends reported <laughs> him missing. Sabah. Is that real? Is that yeah, it is. I looked Star, it up. This is all Sabah. true. His wife and friends <laughs> reported him missing after they were unable to get in touch with him for several hours. Mr. Mutlu later joined a group in the area who were helping the authorities, authorities search for him. When members of the search party began calling out his name, he replied, I'm here. <laughs> the authorities <laughs> then took his statement before driving him home. He was unclear whether he will face any penalties or not for for basically wasting police time. So I'm going to give Mr. Mootloo this great pleasure of being clown of the week. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is the sort of thing you could do. That man, you could. If you were looking for someone, the first thing you'd do, or I would do, is want to see a picture of him. And you look at the picture, and then you turn around at the group that all look at you and be like. That's you there, isn't it? The way I kind of got, I, I don't, it hasn't gone into any more depth of detail, but the way I was kind of envisioning it, he sort of fell asleep in the forest, like drunk, which I can imagine, you know, it can happen. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> we can all relate to that. We can all that. relate to that. <laughs> and uh, he's woke up and there's probably people near him. And you think, oh, what's going on here? And he's sort of like, oh, we're looking for someone. Oh, okay, I'll join him with that. And just join and, in. And then somebody said, Mr. Mutlu, Mr. Mutlu. And he's gone, <laughs> I don't know why he does that accent. I don't know why. It's, it's good, I too. like it. But in, and like he's gone, I'm here. And then it's just sort of come to pass like that. You know, I don't know for sure. But if you'd been walking about in this forest, all muddy shoes, wet, and the bloke did that, how pissed off would you be? It wouldn't be very happy, would you? If it was like today's weather, I'll say, you know, stormy. Yeah. And you were like out there going, and the next minute you're like, what? (laughs) 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 Yeah. So that sums oh, up the AML. Up. I hope you like the new AMLO weekly wipe, Trev, with our main facts. So hopefully I I'll have some more that for next week. Yeah, you like that, yeah? Yes. So yeah, I think I what we we'll do, because I know you can't wait to actually get on with it because you want to tell me these programmes that no one else knows. Yes. So we'll get on with yeah. the um, AMLO stream review, Trev. <laughs> As you're already aware, Trev, uh, 
the best thing to come out of Ireland since Phil Lynott. And I think you've got something to talk yeah. about that, haven't you? I but have got something to say. We've got just to preview that Jordan Dennis, the best thing to come out of Ireland since Phil Lynott, the the, yep. the, the vocalist and guitarist, guitarist. Uh, who who has his single King of the Strings. He's releasing his second single very soon, and he's promised to give us an exclusive preview of the track, and we'll have a little Brilliant. chat with him in a couple of weeks. So we're looking forward to that. Superb. Uh, so yeah, leading on to Phil Lynott, Trev. Yeah, um, this isn't my stream of the week, but as we as we've spoke about um, Irish musicians, um, there was a, a, everyone who listens to this and knows me. I'm a massive Thin Lizzy fan, um, and I've been waiting to see a documentary called Songs for Walla Mawai. I feel like at one, and I couldn't. I, I subscribed to RTE; it wouldn't play. I've, I've been after it for ages. Saturday night, it was. Thin Lizzy night. They had two programs on that one, and they had a sound and uh, sound and visioning concert um, from the Cold uh, Thunder and Lightning tour. Anyway, honestly, this program was brilliant. I sat there. Obviously, I know it all anyway, but it was brilliant. So hopefully, when Jordan comes on, I can have a word with him about that because I'd like yeah. that. And that, that took me back. That's what made me feel nostalgic. Obviously, nostalgic. you know. Yeah, more nostalgia. That was great. But yeah, we'll go ahead on your uh, stream of the week, mate. No, you 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 start, Trev. Sorry, that first. was an excellent ad- addition. Yeah, go on. You go for it. Um, something on Netflix because Netflix have all of a sudden because of the success of Squid Game, which I've only seen yeah. the first one still, um, <laughs> have decided that everything Eastern, Korean, Japanese is cool. So they're just yeah. going to buy everything else they can and push it out there. Um, actually, I was recommended this by one of the artists. Been on the show, Dave Nevard. Um, yes. he, he he came in and see me and he said, Have you watched a program called Hellbound? He said, It's crazy. Um, so he described it to me, and basically, um, before you die, they you get a prediction that you're going to die, and the three uh, you get an angel, three angels of death come down and basically beat the hell out of you. Nice, it's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> Um, and but then so you try to got to run from them you can't but then you get these kind of cults that follow it about um, people don't believe it because he's caught on someone's mobile phone and it's just madness it is an absolute like it's it's pretty good I must admit I'm enjoying it You're so far it's quite it, bloodthirsty yeah. oh definitely yeah because it's just it's mad I don't know how this sort of Asian broadcasting networks come up with these ideas, how their writers come up with it, because it, it's so bizarre. Um, you get this sort of vision of God up here telling you when you're going to die, and if you've sinned, then these three guys come and take it out on you and just beat you to a pulp before stealing your soul and taking you to hell. Mm. It is a very strange programme, but it's definitely worth checking out, sounds mate. Definitely. a bit different, yeah, like at it. least, anyway. It is. Yeah. It is. It's good. Oh, Not bad at all. At least we're recommending it. That's a, that's a good start. Yes, definitely. So I'm going a bit more... Right field, I suppose, compared to violent Korean uh, TV shows. I'm going back to Christmas. So this isn't one I would say for the, you know, the midlifers, but if you're now grandparents and you, or, or your children are still young enough, mm-hmm. there's a, a movie streaming on Sky Movies called A Boy Called Christmas. It's adapted by... I haven't seen this yet. Well, I don't know if you if it's your sort of thing. It's really sickly sweet kind of Christmassy movie. Really? Do you know what I mean? Mm, um, yeah. It's adapted by a children's novel. Uh, it's a story. An ordinary young boy called Nicholas sets out on an adventure into the snowy north in search of his father, who is on a quest to discover the fabled village of the elves, Elfheim, taking with him a headstrong reindeer called Blitzen, funny enough, and a loyal pet mm. mouse and who's voiced by um, Ricky Gervais's mate who... who 
Stephen Merchant. Stephen I Merchant. saw he was involved. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. That's why I thought I might watch it. Yeah, uh, and he's good in it, as you can imagine. Mm. It's basically yeah. an origin story of Father Christmas. It's made for audiences from four to 94, little ones watching with Nan on Boxing Day in front of the telly. Everyone's a bit drowsy yeah. on Quality Street. It's that kind of movie, full of charm yeah, and Christmas show. Well worth a view with the kids. You know, I'm not I'm not Can't saying it's one him. for you, Trev, but if you're feeling no. really Christmassy, it is nice. You know, yeah, it's, I, it's, I do get like that. It's not yeah, a comedy. I do get like that. It's, no. not, it's not comedy. No. It's got its moments in it. It's got Jim Broadbent in it, the normal kind of people you get in them kind of movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a good seven box. out of ten Christmas movie, but a sickly, yep. sickly sweet. If you're having a moot night and you don't, you, I'll, I'll turn Trev's sound off now. But if you're watching a film like, what's that film with Kate Winslet and Ch- uh, not Ch- uh, uh, Jack Black? Yeah, that one. You, you know, the I holiday. know you hate it. The holiday. That's I it. had, I had, a, I had a misfortune to actually catch some of that <laughs> last night. Honestly, the film makes me feel ill. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me I can understand why people w- would love it if you're in a certain mood. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. this film's a yeah. bit like that, if, but as far as Christmas movies go. So that's my, yeah. my first. And save oh, it for man. Boxing Day with Nan if you've still got your Nan if you're lucky yeah. to. More, more, more syrup than a Christmas pud. Yeah, exactly, exactly. More <laughs> syrup on me too. My hair keeps going this way. But uh, yeah, you carry on, Trev. <laughs> right, this one, I only discovered today, actually. It's very short um, on the Disney Channel and it will run. I don't think you might even know about this because you would have mentioned it, I think. Um, under the Hood. Is it under, under the Helmet? Oh, that sounds great, doesn't <laughs> it? Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, no, I, I think long. I have seen it. I think I've seen oh, bits you have? of it. Yeah. It's got 21 minutes long. Very much so. Yes. Very good. It actually, it actually completely sums up how us old Star Wars fans feel yes. about Boba Fett. Yes. It actually mentions that the reason he was called was no one knew anything about him. Um, he only act, he actually, I think it said he only actually had six minutes airtime on yeah. the film. And, and look at the impact he's minutes. made. And yeah. look at the impact. He had four, yeah. four, four lines. Yeah. And look at the impact he had. Um, and he's they were tattooed saying on my as well that, yeah. It is tattoo, yeah, exactly. And they were saying as well, he wasn't designed to look like that. He was actually the first costume um, tryout. He was white. He was supposed to be a super stormtrooper. He that's was all white. Yeah, that's right. And they didn't like it, so they went and they and they, and they just painted him exactly how he appeared. And the poncho is was actually supposed to look like the man with no name from Serge Leone's Clint yeah. Eastwood movies. Yes. Um, and, and he actually had, and I didn't ever twig this, and I will watch it again, but they actually were going to give him spurs. What, the but football they actually, team? Yeah, well, I'd have been down <laughs> with that. Um, they actually put the sound on when he walks in yeah, to like the a, best bin bit. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was, uh, but they do at the well, Star end. Wars is a space Western, isn't it? So it makes sense. Well, again, this is it. And yeah. this is the, and to be honest, that 20 minutes took me right back and it really confirmed that somewhere out there, there are people like us that just yearn for the old school Boba Fett mystery. Who oh, was under the helmet? Yeah. Exactly. Boba but Fett definitely evokes uh, as nostalgia. Oh, terrible. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, and the whole ethos of him with the figure, with the rocket fire. I know we spoke about this before, but honestly, this program was ace. Um, Jeremy Bullock, like, really didn't really audition or anything for the part. His agent got it and they thought it was just going to be like on in the background. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, he was so popular. Next minute, he earned a living out of. Doing conventions. His exactly. wife was involved with convention. Yeah, it, honestly, it's a great show. Really was good. I sat there 
Loved every minute of it, apart from when I mentioned we tried to carry his legacy on um, with Django Fett, and then they mentioned the Mandalorian where he comes in, give me my armour. All pants, to be honest. But, yeah, for the for the 17 minutes or 15 minutes when I actually spoke about Return of the Jedi and Empire, Boba Fett was great. Loved it. Yeah, Absolutely great. loved it. Yeah, that's definitely one for the people we spoke about yeah. a lot about Star Wars, and there's one for you yeah. out there. So, definitely. What's that called? Under the Helmet. Under the helmet. Good stuff. Kill under the helm. Yeah, I knew. It. I, I thought that might be coming. Um, and and my my next one is it couldn't get further away from Boba Fett, but it's another kind mm. of uh, criminal. Uh, and this one is a Netflix movie, and it's starring our good old friend who's been in the film that uh, a friend of the show Richard's been in, and that's Craig mm. Fairbrass. So you know what you're going to get. Oh, you love this man. I don't, didn't I, you? Do you know what he can act? But he's stereotyped really? into. Do- he was it. Look, he was in London's Burning. He was in Cliffhanger. He was in that. Do you remember he was in? Yes, that? he was. Uh, yeah, he was. I mean, that's in the early nineties. Yeah. I mean, so he's getting on a bit. Yeah, it now. was. But he he's yeah. been typecast as this sort of Essex East London gangster man, you know, and he's he's big quite lad, fit for his, big, he's lad, a big old lad. Big lad. Yeah, and I, I, do you know what? And when I see him in things, if I'm in the, I know we don't we don't necessarily like these kind of gangster films, but no, if man. I see him in something and. And, and he's always very good at what he's doing in it. You know what I mean? I can't really knock yeah. him for what he's doing. So this film's called Villain, and it stars stars Craig oh. Fair Fairbrass as an ex This isn't a remake of the Richard Burton one, is it? I don't know, actually. I didn't know it I was think a remake. It is. I'll tell you I think see it if is. it rings a bell. Eddie yeah. Franks yeah, leads on. a reformed life. But in his attempt to help out his drug addict brother, he's forced to enter the world of crime once again. Um, and he basically he comes out of prison you, and, and you can see that they're trying to set their stall out. This is when you can tell it's low budget because he's in prison. They're letting him go after however long he's been in there. And he's friends yeah. with all the prison guards. And he's going, look after your sister. Look after your mother. No you know, all that old stuff. He's basically making him out to be a nice guy because you know what's going to come. Yeah. He's, he's going to turn back into a like a, He's going to drag it back in. Yeah. Drag it back into him. Yeah, exactly. And, and basically yeah. his brother's a, a little weasel be looking after his pub and he's, it's the most grimiest pub. It looks like some of the pubs we used to spend some of our young life in, yeah, yeah, or in, in the, the East or, or on the seafront in South End, yeah, and, yeah um, definitely. And he's, he's brought, done drugs and gets got involved, owes money and everything else, and he gets drawn back in looking after his brother, so he has to go on a revenge mission. Um, and, and it's, it's so basically, yeah, it's a lot of violence and C-U-N-T, you know, but really? oh, do you know what? Because no. I, I actually wanted to watch Saint where I wasn't didn't have to concentrate. I That's put it good. on yeah, and it actually passed an hour and a half and I enjoyed it and I was doing other stuff and I still enjoyed it. And it's, yeah. I'd, I'd give it a six out of 10. If you like those kind of rise of the foot soldier things and then whatever kind yeah, of East imagine, End gangster man. films and you like a bit of violence, a bit, yeah. of, a bit of shanking and all that kind of thing, bit of watch villain because you'll be in your element <laughs> for sure. What I like about it is his name just like Craig Fairbrass, fair Yeah. Fairbrass. I'm Fairbrass. To be just fair, if I, if I looked like him when I was his age, I wouldn't, you know, I mean, you don't look do far it. off him, to be honest. I don't think. I don't, yeah, he's about sixty-three, isn't he? Or something. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, but- <laughs> I'm old, but I'm not that old. Thanks for no. I don't know. To be fair, to be honest, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind not looking. You know, you know, yeah, keeping myself. Yeah. He still play in um, the film that I watched uh, that Richards in. He um, yeah. playing somebody like 25 years younger than him. I mean, you can see by his jowls really? that he's a, 
I don't know why I was pulling my yeah. face down then as if anyone can see. That's like, good. Like, <laughs> you, you can, but... As I watched it, I yeah. was like, oh, you've got your gels on. Like, look at that, You could tell. But that was a nice, yeah. diverse uh, AMLO streamer review of the week, wasn't it? You know, you I can imagine. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah, yeah. So, didn't expect that coming. Coming, coming back to... Uh, to the nostalgia trip, Trev. I'll just recommend some nostalgia that people can enjoy, yeah. that we've enjoyed. And maybe, you know, if you if you enjoy it, but apart from the normal going to the 80s club nights and things, I mean, one of the best yeah. things I, went, I, mean, I enjoyed was a few years yeah. ago with you. One of the last things we probably did in that kind of vein, really. Was, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'll let you mention the other one, but we went to a, 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 the la- one of the last ever sort of um, older reunion nights at the nightclub in South End talk, didn't we? We did. Yeah, that was cool. And it was a really good good. night. It had uh, Baby D on there singing Let Me Be Your Fantasy. And it was full of sort of 35, 40, 50-year-olds having a really good time. It's packed out. I can't believe the place was closed. Talk nightclub was one of the biggest nightclubs, you know, around Essex and everything. It's gone now. It was rammed, wasn't it? It was Mm. absolutely rammed. They had uh, hand magicians going around, uh, talking to you. I'm quite a good hand magician. Hand... (laughs) And puppets, more like. But, uh, just, uh, but yeah, it was a really good night. And that was a nostalgia trip. But there was another one was, trip that we it? went to, Star Wars related. I don't know if we've mentioned it before. Yeah, Secret Cinema. I'm a Secret big fan cinema. of these. You've done a few. Um, we did you? the Empire Strikes Back one. Um, yeah. That was our first taste of it. So it was a real eye opener. We didn't it, know what to expect. We didn't know that they're going to treat you like you're no. some sort of slave from tattooing. Like, like you're. <laughs> This is, yeah, Star Wars boot camp. Yeah, it? it was. Like moving boxes and okay, stuff. Pick up their boxes, the move them one. over there. I thought, I, I paid like 130 yeah, yeah, we, quid we, for this. I don't <laughs> want to lift boxes. <laughs> we, were, we were trained as like rebel soldiers, weren't we, That's at right. first? Yeah. And then, then we went on to the tattooing bar and that, the canteen was good, wasn't it? Very good. Um, I, the highlight of that for me was when the X-Wing flew over. Yeah. That was really good. That yeah. was great. You know, um, I've done a lot of others. Um, I've got tickets for another one, um, which is a quite bizarre one. Um, go on. And, <laughs> go on. <laughs> it's going to be not- dirty dancing. No, man, yeah. I, I'm down with that. I, you know, yeah. you, you so I'm, I'm going to learn how to that. dance. No, I'm going to learn how to dance. You're going to do the bit. thing that, yeah. You can, well, you can yeah, lift I'm me gonna up. Get it. Yeah, good. I'm not going to be put in a corner. Um <laughs> Basically, um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slim a bit down again. Uh, put the old tight black trousers on. Get out there with my white shirt on. <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah, that's the next one. But I've been to a lot. I went to the Stranger Things one. Um, what other one? Blade I think the Blade Runner, Runner one. The Blade Runner yeah. was um, out of all of them. As much as I enjoyed the Empire, the Blade Runner one was Ghostbusters superb. has got one as well, haven't it? I think yeah, but that's online, isn't it? Oh, is it? It's online. It's online. Yeah, because I, I went to do that one. Um, I, the only one I've missed, which I really, really wish I would have done, was the Back to the Future one. Yeah, I wish um, I'd done that. In the earlier fair. days, the earlier days they did the Shawshank as well, didn't they? Yeah, which would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. There's a um, few of missed that. Uh, like, the but- Moulin Rouge one, I didn't bother. Romeo and Juliet, obviously, didn't bother. Um, but yeah, honestly, the, the Blade Runner one. What really was cool about that? Um, they had everything there. Um, they had the ice shop, the whole lot. And the best thing about did they have the Roy Blade Batty Runner Boy? One, they did have Roy Batty Boy there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was present. Yeah, he was looking batty. Um, to be honest, the best thing was the rain. They did rain inside. Yeah, brilliant. It was brilliant. They, they were asked you to take an umbrella and it would just, when you actually walking around LA, it would it just rained. And it, honestly, you it feel was that, phenomenal. That film set the scene for so many different f- movies Tyler since then. And they still look like that dude now, even up-to-date yeah. movies. Still don't look as good yeah, as they was. did in 1982 exactly. or whatever no, it was. No, it's amazing. No, exactly. Um, yeah, it is. The, the, the timeless, man. 
It's timeless. Absolutely so timeless. Secret movie. cinema. If you, I mean, and Trev's just give, let slip that the, if they've still got tickets, Dirty Dancing. So, you know, take your missus to that. She'd love you forever. Yeah, yeah this is it. Yeah, we I, love honestly, you long time. But um, love you. <laughs> <laughs> you get. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's from a film as well. Brownies. Full Metal Jacket. That's from that. That uh, is, yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alabama Bush Night. But it's true. But actually, that's what I'll say about that. me mentioning that is uh, the new Ghostbusters movie out. I know we're not talking about movies now, but that's a nostalgia trip mm. as well, isn't it? Really, for yeah, a lot it is. of people. Top Gun, Top Gun too. Yeah, the Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun film. Um, that's yeah. I, I think it's guaranteed to sell. That's why, isn't it? Yeah, people will just—they're all over it. Um, yeah, I want to see the Ghostbusters movie. I know a couple of people have seen it. Said it's quite good. They said it really does rely on the nostalgia trip of it. Obviously, I'll be all over it because Paul Rudd's in it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's had the impact they thought. I think what ruined that was the, the female one, which I didn't think was that bad. Um, but yeah, I the trouble is once they ruin that legacy, it's difficult to get it back, isn't it? Yeah, I think they has caught because obviously the people involved in it and everything. I think they have captured that. You, from what I've seen of it, they've captured some of the kind of magic of it. They're never going to yeah. be the same, is it? But again, no. the best way I can say about getting your nostalgia trip on is is when we're mm. we're allowed to, and while we are allowed to still get together with the people you've known for ages because yeah, we man. don't do it enough these days. No, I know that people, definitely. we have school reunions sometimes and, and, and other yeah. uh, such events, but get together mm-hmm. with people you know and just have a few beers and talk about things you used to get up yeah, to. Or watch something or something. Yeah, yeah. watch something together. Yeah, that you you right, like, or like we're talking yeah. about movies. Uh, we've had some good times just sitting there with a few beers oh, yeah. and, and watching movies, Empire Strikes Back and End finding the, things we'd never seen dragon. before. End, 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 End of the Dragon. Finding a whole one, new uh, Mandarin language we'd language. never found before. <laughs> you know, finding that yeah. uh, 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 Bruce Lee was saying like, a wee wah woo at some point. You know? <laughs> and he's talking in English in that. So I don't know what, there was no excuse. I don't know what. Yeah, I know what our excuse was. But we can't say it. No, on no, here. no. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That that I, I think I there's infused. a lot to be said. Yeah. You infuse <laughs> Kung Fu movies give me a real taste of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Kung Fu movies and samurai movies. They really take me back. Um, music does. Music's the biggest thing for me. Um, as I said about Thin Lizzy, I've been going back and listening to a lot of old sort of hard rock and heavy metal lately. Um, kind of bands music like does take you right back, man, doesn't it? Kings, it really Kings does. X, loved it. Yeah, and there's nothing like that. No. Especially if you've seen the band live a few times, it takes you back to, you know, what you did then. And Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I, as Wayne says, it's, I tell you the other thing that I think one of the biggest nostalgic trips that will hit this Christmas is the new Matrix movie. I know we've mentioned it before, and I've just seen the second trailer. And yeah, it looks See, good. Yeah, we were a bit older then, but still, I used to think yeah. when that was out, that was in 1999, I believe. So it's 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was still in my 20s. So still, yeah. And I still didn't yeah. think of my mortality at that time of my life. I didn't think so about didn't. anything. I didn't worry about no. anything. As long as I had enough money to buy a beer on a Friday night, that's all I cared yeah. about. And uh, so, mm, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And I love the Matrix, as we've had this conversation yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't like the I'll other tell you two. the other thing. What's that? To get away from films about nostalgic football. Yeah. I lo- Football's yeah. very nostalgic. Football kits, old games, very nostalgic. There's nothing, to be honest, I think there's nothing like, if you haven't met someone before, but they know, and you know they like football and they're a bit older, is talking about old football matches. Yes. It seems to revive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. That, yeah, there's a lot to be said. And as soon as you see an old football kit, yeah, definitely. You're like, I had that. I had that. Yeah, one yeah. of those. 
yeah. know? It's like, yeah, unbelievable that. Yeah, it, it, oh, that really does make you feel nostalgic. Sometimes you, yeah, you're and, right. Cat, you, yeah, you do big match relived or whatever it's called. Is exactly, sometimes I catch that exactly. And I think like, some of them are like, I think you got, I think back and some of them are in the seventies and it looks so old and I think Christ I was still like eight years old or something you know it's mad yeah. when mm-hmm. you think about it that's yeah, when you realise your own yeah. mortality but I say we still got some time to enjoy ourselves so get on that nostalgia trip yeah, everyone yeah. still keep living yeah. that midlife and if you've yeah. got anything to say, if you've got any if you want to be a guest on the show you have got anything to say if you want to review us or anything yeah. else go to amlopodcast.com as you usually can please. Um, Leave us a message. We'll be glad to hear from you. And yeah. that's about it for this week, Trev. You have a good week. Thanks yeah. for joining us as usual. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look back on this fondly, I would have thought. Yeah, we'll look years. back. This will be our nostalgia trip. Yeah, you can <laughs> play this at my funeral. Uh, and, <laughs> and we'll see you on the next the one. Music. Yeah. The music as you're being dragged down the aisle. No, I'm going to have the AMLO <laughs> out, out, outro, basically. I'm going to have this. Yeah. So here it goes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please leave a rating and review and visit our website at www.amlopodcast.com to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. Start living them good times. See you next time.